Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. We back. Welcome to We Have Fun. Welcome to We Have Fun. 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 We have fun every day. We have fun. Generally. Okay, here's the perfect Spider-Man. All right. Starring as Spider-Man. Okay. Michael Keaton. Starring as Venom. J.K. Simmons. Starring as J. Jonah Jameson. Also J.K. Simmons. Okay. And there's your movie. I don't know that you need anything else. The prospect of Venom being voiced by J.K. Simmons. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice. It's absolutely hysterical to me. What about this? All right. Venom. It's Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. Okay. When the Venom suit comes on, it's J.K. Simmons' voice. (laughs) I love it. Write that down. I'm going to write that down. Scribe. Write that down. That's marvelous. Yeah, I don't want to write that down. Make make them write that down. I didn't go to school as a writer to write. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly, it was to get babes. Honestly. It was to pull ass. (laughs) It's a weird way of saying it. <laughs> Strictly took all those essay heavy intensive courses just to slap pissers. I thought you were trying to say SATs and just <laughs> forgot the last letter. Took all those essay quizzes. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh man. There's not enough J.K. Simmons going around. There's not. I think... I we think need Whiplash, too. Vertigo. Right? No, I, I mean, I think that the reason he is so special is because of the exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like farmer's commercials. Yes, exactly. He's like a people's... Um, what's the guy... Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like the people's Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. He's an amazing actor that pops up every now and again, and it's always gold. I'd agree with that. Did you ever see his, like, first headshots? Mm-mm. Where he's pulling funny faces? No. Not pulling ass. No. Well, I mean, now he is. I mean, first of all, this picture. Beautiful. Second of all, this picture. Lewd. It is. It's a, it's a Calvin Klein poster but it's Kermit the Frog hmm hmm alright JK LOL just kidding Simmons Simmons I wonder what his net worth is we got distracted 10 million dollars really I would have guessed more um crap crap no crap no what was it his first headshots Headshots. the concept of a million dollars is so warped anymore because I would assume that JK Simmons is worth more than 10 million dollars you would think. Because, like, what can you really buy with $10 million anymore? Right. Nothing. Right. You can't even buy a pleasure yacht to go to the Hamptons. No. You can't even donate anything to Australia. You can't. As we have seen, because no one with $10 million has. Yeah. No one, but the, to be fair, nobody with a billion dollars has either. So, clearly it's expensive to help the earth. Um, I found them. Repeat, I found them. Good for this podcast that you found those pictures. Yes. 
Let me see them pictures. Let me, let me get them pics. Oh, wow. He looks like... You know who he looks like? He looks like... Um, hold on. Hold on. Zets. Uh, no, I'm like so right about this. Oh, I, Kevin knows who he looks like. I'm so right about this. He believes he's right about it. He looks like, um, I just can't think of his name. He can't think of his name of the man. That okay, he, he looks like Miguel Ferrer. He looks like Miguel Ferrer. Trying to be Mr. Rogers. Hold that back up. Okay, hold on, hold Tom, on. Why would you leave? Because no one can see. Well, don't show me. You look. You know what? I can see. Yeah. But like a more fun-loving Miguel Ferrer. Uh, you're saying Miguel Ferrer isn't fun-loving? Not in that picture. He was in RoboCop doing coke and whores. RoboCop. Well, I guess that's true. I guess you do both of those things. Bitches, leave. Sorry? That's what... Uh, RoboCop that's, says? That's what uh, Kurtwood Smith says. Oh, Red. Mm-hmm. Red Foreman. I'm Red Foreman. He looks... You know what? No, I can't do it. I was going to show another picture to describe what he looks like, but that wouldn't help out for the sake of this. So I did just find this picture again. Thank God we got you. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's a technical picture. Let me tell you what's not a good one. Teeth. You know what? I, I, have, no, I have no problem but to commit... I, I have to commit to that movie. I have to say that it's good. I'm, I'm in too deep. I can't turn my back Not on Not unlike teeth. some of the male actors in that movie. Truly. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm just too committed to that film. I've seen it too many times. How many times have you seen it? Probably in the ballpark of double digits somewhere. Oh my god! Like early tens, like not like twenty, but like oh maybe like twelve, gosh. maybe like twelve or thirteen times. You've seen it as many times as I've seen Rush Hour Two, haven't you? I don't know if I've seen it that many times. How many times have you seen Rush Hour Two? Mm, probably in the triple digits. Okay, see, so I've not seen Teeth that many times. So I watched it twice with you, but idiots. like high triple digits. We watched it twice for some reason. Did we watch it twice? We watched it twice. We watched it twice, and Why I've we seen do it that to ourselves. I don't know. We also... Uh, Are we doing a Redux? Was that a file that got lost? It might have been. We, I mean, I we mean also... The original file got lost. What the fuck? Who is writing to me? Who be writing to ye? No one. It was for you. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, now I feel left out. <sighs> Include me! Well... Conclude me. No. The... Miguel Ferrer, we were talking about... What? Miguel Ferrer. Miguel Ferrer. J.K. Simmons. R.I.P., by the way. Miguel Ferrer died. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Okay, Google. <sighs> Kevin, Gavin. Is Miguel Ferrer dead? Nope. You, you fucked it up, Doug. You spoke, and it said, I'm not listening to this broke asshole. Hey, Google. Is Miguel Ferrer dead? Yep, date of death, January 19th, 2017. Wow, what happened? Well, I guess he died. Hmm. That'll do it. Yeah, I mean, you... Ten times out of nine. No, if I'm lying, fine. I forgot that he was in Hot Charts, but... Oh, 
Did you say hot shorts? I don't know what I said. I just kept trucking. <laughs> that is not something I wanted in my head. Write that down. Scribe, write that down. But you know what? It's in there, so now it's got to be in everyone else's. Throat and... cancer got him. Oh, it comes for us all in the end. Except Michael Douglas. He's yeah. He's buried at Santa Maria Magdalena de Pazzi Cemetery in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Santa Maria. Next to his father, Jose Ferrer. Jose. Jose Ferrer. Jose. Who dat, Ferrer? Um, what was I going to say? What was Dangle going to say? You know what, Doug? That's a great question. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So somebody... I don't say it couldn't have been my reaction. Cause somebody on the Twitter mm. doctored an image for, mm. for jokes. Okay. And the tweet says, it's from 11 hours ago, so you may have seen it. Probably. It says, looking at Bernie's top donors for 2019 and seeing uh, a lot of problematic names. And the names are Martin Schraley, Harvey Weinstein, Joseph Goebbels. The Scolari brothers, That's who you're familiar with. That's funny. R slash Comtown. <laughs> Joseph Coney. Donald J. Trump. The N-word, and in parentheses, hard R. <laughs> and I can't see what the last one is because it's cut off. <laughs> but the Scolari brothers got me. The Scolari brothers. Oh, man. <sighs> That's well, a, that's hello a, me. That's a good may may. Meet the real me. No, but we need to talk about what's not good right now. Yeah, tell them what's not good, Kevin. Shaboy. Because you're the negative one, I'm the positive. Yeah, we're the negative We're the two one? sides of a battery. I don't think so. Yeah. We need to touch to make a connection. Nope, to make a circuit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm how, not an electronic. How do batteries work? I'm not an electronic. <laughs> electronic. No, your boy AB. He ain't my boy. Somebody get your mans. Well, I do have a boy, A.B., but he is deceased. Um, yeah, your your boy's wild. Tony Bourdain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, he's not well. He's not. He had a bag of dicks. <laughs> he, he, Ready to go. Yeah, on, uh, on command, bag of dicks. Which, I guess that's a talent. I don't. I mean, it's it's probably more of an acquired skill. So the context is that he posted a video of what his baby mama. Yeah, she wasn't getting arrested. No, it looked like she was getting away for her own safety. Yeah, um, but getting in the back seat of a police car. There were a bunch of police cars on the street, Two and then driving off. Um, and he's shouting obscenities the whole time at both her and the police. Yeah. In front of his children who are all around him. Right. Um, who are the ones in real danger, I feel. Yeah. The, um, so I think, I don't know what had happened. They're obviously estranged. Yes. And they're strange. Yeah. Not the kids. Estranged bedfellows, if you will. Right. And I think That's what she was, that down. right. I think what she was trying to do was like collect her child for a weekend mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't know what happened I didn't read it it's the whole thing kind of disgusts me but from what I was able to piece together I think all she was trying to do because he was saying something like can't even get my kids 
get in the get in the cop car like obviously that's like a really cleaned up white version hey you hey you knock it off bad lady get out of you knock it off what i enjoyed most was that they're very clearly everything is happening on the street Mm -hmm. and he keeps shouting get off my property buddy they're not on your property you ain't on the street (laughs) i mean where's he living now anyway hollywood why well clearly he's a movie star Oh, I mean, he's not working anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's apparently going to fight Logan Paul, though. I'd, I'd see that. I'd, or I'd rather I'd watch that. It might be the only time I actually root for a Paul. I'd, I'd rather it just be, like, two wildfires that meet and consume each other and mm-hmm. are no more afterwards. Oh, so it's like uh, when the Islanders play the Flyers and I just pray for a meteor to hit the stadium. Right. Or the arena. It's kind of like... Now, this is really giving them both credentials they don't deserve. Okay. It's kind of like in the original, in the animated Transformers movie, when Optimus Prime and Megatron fight each other to the death in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and they both technically die. Yeah. I want that. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, that would imply that one of them's Optimus, though. Yeah. Well, it would imply that one of them's Megatron, too. Yeah, and we all know. It's for as good as uh, AB was. Yeah. He was never no Megatron. Now, if it had been like Ratchet and um, <laughs> I don't know, like uh, I don't know, like two Decepticons. If it was, if well, it had been like Ratchet and Astro Train. Yeah, I was gonna say Astro Train. I was like A Train, but um, <laughs> it's like, at least right. at least Astro Train was useful. And he could do more than one thing. He it's true. He was like a really useless. I mean, I guess to a certain degree, Starscream was pretty useless. Yeah, but he well, yeah, actually, yeah, he was a loudmouth <laughs> with a really annoying voice. Yeah, he was he was effectively like the Bobcat Goldthwait of the Decepticons. <laughs> All right, so we'll say Starscream and Blur. Blur. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> It's like, it's not, was it Hub? Mm-hmm. Hud? Hub? It's not Hub. Hud. Hud. It's yeah. not Hud. It's Blur. Or, yeah, or, or uh, uh, damn it, what was the, the truck? Chip? No, that was the guy. What was the truck's name? Witwicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Witwicky. Um, I don't know. The truck? You know who loaded The Autobot? Paul? Yeah. Optimus Prime was a truck. No, no, he was like a pickup truck. Oh. Cup. 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 Name was Cup. Cup. Not HUD. Not HUD. It's Cup. See, we got through that together. But Cup was like the old man of yeah. the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe Cup survived where Ironhide didn't. Yeah, but Ironhide went out like badass. It's true. Man, there were a lot there was a lot of death in Like that pretty movie. much everybody Did you I mean I'm sure you did know this. We probably even talked about this before, but the um The plan to wipe out the entire Yes. Life. I think we have talked about this before. Because I I know I've brought it up before. Well, like, I'm gonna be honest. Like kids. one of the one of the the brilliant things about the movie, because I I never really got an opportunity to watch the show. Mm-hmm. I was like really, really, really. I think there was like a lot of seasons. There, of the show. Yeah, there were th- at least three seasons. There may have been four. I, so my like our generation was more um, Beast Wars. Oh, wow! Oh, I loved it. What a show! Bam, 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 bam. 
early CG it was beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, I didn't get a chance to watch the Transformers TV show a whole lot, but I do know that movie. Well, there were only three seasons. Um, I do know that movie from... 98 episodes. Four seasons, 98 episodes. There you go. From, like, head to toe. the fourth season was three episodes. And one of the great things that they did to introduce stakes mm-hmm. in the movie is when the Decepticons... It's not the arc, but it's it's just a it's a plane. They infiltrate this, this carrier and one-shot... All of these unnamed mm-hmm. Autobots. The red shirts, if you will. Basically. And what was strange for me, because I was already like two or three seasons deep into Beast Wars, and like people get shot pretty regularly, and mm. like nothing, like it hurts. Yeah, but it's like, like ah. yeah. They There's don't, very little death in Beast Wars. They, yeah, no, honestly. And if they, you die, like if you do die, you get resurrected two seasons later when they, you know. Yeah. Well, they put you in like the purple gem thing. Yeah. You sit there for a while, and you, the only one who died and didn't come back, I think, was Tigertron. Tigertron comes back. Does he come back? Yeah, because he. Or was his girlfriend that died and didn't come back? No, they both come back. Do they? Yeah, they both die in quotation marks, and then they come back in season three as Tigerhawk. That's right. Yeah, I love Tigertron. Right? They even That's... they even resurrect OG Autobots. I remember that when they found the ship full. Of yeah, them. and that was a very exciting season because like Scorponok came back mm-hmm. or well Scorponok was already a thing I'm trying to think of who the tank crab was oh I know who you're talking about I know who you're talking about uh see don't don't get old this is why you can't get old right um I can picture him mm-hmm. and he had like a real snarly voice he was purple mm-hmm. don't okay. you put that it. goddamn phone down alright then you do it it's your role it's why you're here. <sighs> what was his name? I, I mean, I'm gonna need final. I'm gonna need final final guesses. Just shoot, start shooting names out. It's not Scorponok. We know it wasn't Scorponok. Um, it's not the fire ant. Oh, I think it's like an it's X something. Is it X? I cannot tell you. <sighs> These are the shows that need to be streaming somewhere. I have all of Beast Wars on video cassette. Ooh. So we just need to track down a VCR somewhere. I'm sure there's one in this house somewhere. Beast Wars. I never watched Beast Machines. I did watch Beast What? I did watch Beast Wasp-inator. Machines. Waspinator? I loved Waspinator. <laughs> Antbot not find own thorax with two hands on a road map. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, ah, of course. Rampage. Rampage. That's Ram- like an OG Transformer name. Yeah. Yeah. Rampage Jackson. Um, what was the Raptor? Dinobot. There you go. Dinobot. Yep. He like switched sides like five times. He. The yeah. Time. He was like one of those like I don't think I can trust you at all. Mm-hmm. The. Um, and then I remember. Uh, Cheetor, mm-hmm. it was Cheetor, right? Yep. And the spider one had a tryst. They did, even though they were on they were on opposite sides. But yeah. she she goes uh, face like in season three, yeah. And she joins the Autobots. Um, Waspinator was great. Rhinox was great. Pterosaur was like the new, the new um, Starscream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inferno was 
hysterical because Inferno was the uh, the fire ant that was That's like the one I was thinking that about. was like would do whatever Megatron said whenever Megatron said it and it was like mm. oh for the royalty <laughs> yeah that was a good one yeah Air Razor was who we were Air Razor dies and um the uh fucking tiger tigertron tigertron dies and then they their their souls get fused and then it becomes tigerhawk i like whenever megatron went from being a t-rex a purple t-rex to being a giant dragon, dragon yeah so that's what ha- that's whenever they find this was like mind blowing because then optimus primal got a huge body yeah he was like golden yeah so i had that toy and that was a very exciting time for me mm-hmm. but when they find the ark that was like the most mind-blowing thing because as far as i remember that was like the first time i'd ever seen a callback to that degree mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like a callback to like a couple episodes ago or like even last season but this is like hey remember the og series this is based off of they find that shit mm-hmm. and it's crazy because like the story just being so like not insane but it's like these guys were kind of sent to find them in the first place and then like they got fucked up in like the time continuum when they got there and they're like hundreds i mean maybe even like millennia later like they were way late to the party and they're walking through and they like true to form like all these dead Autobots are just laying around but you're like oh I, I know him and like mm-hmm. I know him like that's Magnus and like and then it it pans up on Optimus yeah face. on the on the on the bridge and, and it's you like see the, oh like that, that face fucking, guard. like the Mad Max face guard yeah mm-hmm. oh that's incredible but what was cool about Beast Machines what I really liked about Beast Machines was that they get back to um, so it was a direct sequel to Beast yes, Wars. Yes, yes, okay. it was a continuation um, of the story. It start like literally. It starts the second Beast Wars ends. Mm. So when they when I they, just remember the animation was slightly different. So I thought they yeah. were not connected. So whenever they get back to um, Cybertron, Cybertron, this is why you can't get old. Um, when they get back to Cybertron. Their sparks, if you will, they like they reform and they go into like different bodies, uh-huh. and nobody can figure out who they are. Oh, I do remember that vaguely. So like, Rhinox winds up being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Black Arachnia winds up being a good person. Um, Optimus is of course a good person. Always. Megatron winds up being like um, the MCT from Tron. <laughs> Interesting. He's like this, like oh, I do. He's like more of a computer program than anything else, and he Mm. like runs all the machines. Um, Dude, look at this animation. Look at Rhinox's face. It's dude. Like honestly, it holds up. (laughs) It's like kind of dot hack. Do you remember dot hack? Yeah. It's a little bit dot hack, but like, do I remember dot hack? It's like dot backslash backslash hack. Yeah. Hack. Let me see. I'm looking. Really incredible. I think I remember it. And then Depth Charge is in is in there. Waspinator was great, man. The only thing is that like Scorponok got a really diminished role. Whereas Scorponok in the original series was like fifteen stories tall, just fucking killing for fun. 
Mm-hmm. Like one of the, I think it was, maybe it's the other way around, but like, um, it was dot hack a video game. It was, I do not remember that. I was thinking of something else. Um, Fox Kids Cartoons Actually, Disney should own The right song Well, probably not Because Transformers is Oh man, Beetleborgs Universal? Um, I think Oh boy, do you remember the Mystical Knights of Tiernanog? I do not Oh man, that's a that was a show that was a show. Um, crap. Hasbro, Dream. Okay, so it's Paramount. So yeah, Disney does not own the rights to the Transformers series. Hmm. So it will not be on Disney Plus. Yeah, that figures. And you know what? No, I think I remember. Was it like uh, they had like green? They were like green skin. It was like really poorly animated. Or maybe it was blue skin. But they were definitely humanoid. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. What is that show? I cannot. That was a Toonami show. Okay. Well, but it's... it was like old school Toonami. Mm. Was it? Not Thundercats. Oh man, Mega's XLR. How about that? Um. Yeah, there was a lot of anime on. Tsunami. Uh, let's go as far back as we can here. Not Voltron. Reboot. It was Reboot. Reboot? Yeah. That sounds right. Canadian computer animated. Yep, sounds right. Um, I need to look at pictures of it now. Reboot. Re- yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's what oh, it yeah. Was. Hey, they had green and blue skin. How about that? Yeah. God, what could that show have possibly been about? I de- I definitely don't. You know what? I never watched that show, but I always kind of assumed it was like Code Lyoko. I have no... I remember seeing that advertised that, back in the day. Code Lyoko was a show that I got completely resigned to. I never wanted to watch it, but it was always like between two shows that I did want to watch. Mm-hmm. It was like between like um, Dragon Ball whatever like dragon ball z mm-hmm. and then it was like an hour of code lyoko and then it was uh zords zords so i had i was like no, i'm not gonna zoids zoids yeah zoids it was like i'm not gonna like turn this off and go fuck around for an hour and then come back so like i just powered through i never understood what was happening i loved zoids oh it was the Both best series yeah it was the best oh man and, like, the day that I found out that the carrier ship is a pun, because mm-hmm. it's a giant snail, and it's called the S Cargo, and I was like, oh, man, this show is ahead of its time. I loved... And the animation style? I think that was the first series. Mm-hmm. And then the second series was, like, a, like a big epic adventure story. Yeah. Which I enjoyed that, too. I kind of, I don't remember if I ever saw the end of it, though. I don't think I did. There was so there are like so many shows from my childhood that I never finished. Max Steel was another one that I used to watch. Max Steel. That was another old computer animated one. Yeah. And now if you watched those ones, 
More so those than Beast Wars, because Beast Wars are like, they're all robots still. Yeah. But them trying to get like the facial animations down, it's rough. It is hard to watch. There was a Max Steel movie a couple years ago, but I think it was like I remember that unrelated. To I remember that, that, yeah, that type, that original character. The um, I had, I think it was a Dreamcast game, based on a Max Steel. That could be TV series. That could be. I had a Max Steel action figure that I got. One of my estranged family members. I used to be like really, really into GI Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, frighteningly into G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. And one of my estranged family members got me... Before they were estranged. They, they like, knew that Back I was... when they were just strange. Yeah. They knew that I liked G.I. Joes and, like, action figures that came with guns. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't quite nail down G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. So they got me a Max Steel one. Which sounds about right. was... Three seasons of that show. It was like not 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 in terms of like value or price or anything. It was just a lot. Right. It came it came with a with a dirt bike. It came with like a windsurfer thing, and it came with a lot of guns. But he only had a pair of shorts on, and and the hands were not opposable. Hmm. It was uh, so I was like, whatever. We'll just throw him into the mix, and this will be like I don't know. We'll have to figure out a narrative for him, but <laughs> it's cool. Uh, he's like the GI Joe's cousin, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. He's like uh, he's like in the John Wick series. He's like Sharon, but uh, for the uh, Malibu beach house. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm trying to figure out if Zoids is streaming anywhere. Mm-mm. It's not? No. I get the idea like maybe once every couple of weeks. Let's see. There's a Reddit thing, but it's from 2016. That's not promising. Um, so it's going to be on like one of those weird anime streaming sites. Go, like uh, Crunchyroll or something? Probably. Well, I'm not going to do Just that. Dubs has all of it. Well, I don't... Just Dubs? That's what... Uh, that's what Pogaff said on November 9th, 2016. Shout out to Pogaff. <laughs> or Pog- If that even is your name. <laughs> is that your given Christian name? Um, what a show. I never finished that show, but I really, really... Especially, like... I liked the shows where... It was like watching your older brother play video games. Because it was like... You didn't fully understand. You didn't really know what was going on, but you could see palpable progression. Right. And it was, like, exciting. And then, like, whenever the, um, you know, whenever What's-His-Face's Zoid, like, the the tiger would, like, turn into different ones, and there was, Mm -hmm. like, Jaeger Zero or whatever it was called. Um, This is making me sound like I didn't actively watch this this game, this show, but um, Zoid's. Um, I remember the Zoids and Zoids Wild. Zoids Chaotic Century is what I found. Um. Okay, yeah, Liger Zero. That was like the pilot bit cloud. Yeah, and then there was there were like four different like armor types for it that mm-hmm. you would switch out, but it's like base thing was just white armor. So good. 
And then somebody and, had... And, like, they kind of had, like, a life of their own. Yeah, somebody had a wolf and somebody had, like, a bat, if I remember correctly. Like, the girl had the bat and then there was, like, a guy with blue hair or some shit. I think he was, like, the leader of them. Yeah, he, he was like definitely the leader, yeah. Blue hair was always a sign of leadership. Blue hair no, no bit. goggles that were never worn but were always on the head. Looking at you, what's his face from Digimon? Ty. Ty. <laughs> Ty? Why would I go with Ty? No, what was his name? Um, Digimon was my show. Maybe it was Brad Hunter? Was Brad Hunter the uh, the wolf guy? I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go on the Wikipedia. IMDb's just not doing it for me right now. No. All right, battle story. Battle. I think that was like the snail, the escargot one. Whenever it was just kind of like they were gamblers or uh-huh. like competitors of it. There's a lot going on. The here. other series, it was like there was a war going on. 1999. Oh, this is a simple. Rev Raptor. Oh boy, this is like. Was that? I, I remember that being, like, the tail turned into, like, a huge sniper rifle thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, the dude's seat flipped around and he'd be lying down in it. That's crazy. This is, like, bringing back so much. There were so many shows on Toonami that I wanted to watch, but I, like, wasn't old enough to understand what it was about. Alright, so Zoid's Chaotic Century and its sequel series, Zoid's Guardian Force, New Century Zero, Fusers, Genesis, and the yet... That's a lot of series I didn't know existed. That's yet unplanned Zoid's Wild. It's coming back. Yeah. I know. I just gotta find the one with fucking Bit Cloud. So Zoid's is basically like Gundam except animals. Okay, so we watched New Century Zero. That... That was the Escargo one? Yes. That was technically the second series. So I, w- I watched that one. What was the first one? Was that like it, the big epic one? I don't know. Maybe. That's the one. That I think that was just called uh, Zoid's Wild. No, that's the new one that's coming out. All right. The original one was called Chaotic Century. And then Zoid's New Century was ours. And mm-hmm. that debuted 2001 okay i did walk i did walk i did watch chaotic century but i don't know that i ever saw the end of it i thought that came second but i guess i was wrong okay it's the first of five and there's five of them Mm-hmm. there were three more that i were not familiar with okay so set on the far reaches of the milky way on the planet z mm-hmm. oh they were alive Bitcloud joins the Blitz team after he is responsible for damaging one of Team Zoids during a match. Bit discovers that he is the only person capable of piloting the rare Liger Zero owned by the team's manager. Bit makes both friends and rivals with a number of pilots, including Harry Champ. What a name. (laughs) (laughs) A moment of silence for Harry Champ. Pours him out. Leon Toros, Jack Sisko, and Vega Obscura. Vega Obscura. That's got to be the Batgirl. What a name. I'm Batgirl. Bit has a close bond with the Liger Zero, treating the Zoid as a friend instead of just a machine. He's often seen in friendly conflict with Lena Toros, arguing over trivial matters like cookies, donuts, and the shower schedule. Ain't that Japanese anime, though? Sees, sees like Honestly, yeah. half a tid and like gets a nosebleed. Like a very <laughs> aggressive nosebleed and like a weird like thing in the forehead. 
Uh, Liger Zero. There's Liger Zero Jaeger, which was the German green one. There was no, known for its ion was boosters. It specifically German. Uh, Liger Zero. Oh, this is a Liger Zero. It seems weird that they're all. So it's a Japanese show, but all these Zero or all these Liger um, things are German. Oscar So it's Liger Zero Jaeger, Liger Zero Schneider, which is cutter and it has blades on the side. Harry Jam. And Liger Zero Panzer, <laughs> which was the heavy armored one. Harry Champ. I'm on Wikipedia. Yeah. His character description starts off with, he is, and then in quotes, a man destined to be king. <laughs> I'm changing that to my Twitter bio. Harry Champ. Oh my god. Hey, what is... Brad Hunter has definitely got to be the fox. Yep. That's what it is. Mary Champ is Harry's older sister. (laughs) Lena Toros pilots two different Zoids over the course of the series. The D-Bison and the Gun Sniper. Gun Sniper. Regarded as notoriously trigger-happy in combat, bordering on psychotic. The Backdraft Group. Is a group that acts to undermine the Zoid Battle Commission by running unsanctioned battles. Their main goal is capturing Ultimate X Zoids. Huh. That's where Vega Obscura comes in. Ah. And Pierce. This he's, all, is... he's all very, like, pleasant to say names. Mm-hmm. Where they're, like, hit hard. And then there's Brad Hunter. <laughs> I'm Brad. Uh, he just kind of showed up on set one day. <laughs> there's only 26 episodes. I know. Cut short. Was there a way to own this series? Bye. Kirkland, Omari, and Lineback, known as the Tiger Team, and mockingly, the Fuzzy Panda Team. Fuzzy Panda. These three pilots have a reputation for being losers. Well, how about that? Mary Champ. Here you go. On Amazon, you can get Zoid's Chaotic Century Volume 1 on DVD for the low price of $79.99, plus shipping and handling. Also, that's all used. Yep. And there's Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, boy, Doug. Wait, Doug. Wait, Doug. What? Kevin. The new Zoid's anime will be releasing along with model kits this summer in Japan ending a 12-year hiatus for the series. Zoids is one of those big Japanese fran- All right, we saw that already. Zoids Wild plans to change all that with a transmedia released plan, starting with an anime series and model kits in the summer, followed by a tie-in manga, mobile app, and a Nintendo Switch game. Oh, it's real? The plan is for re- to retail these kits at 3,000 yen per price range, which is about $30 USD. Or uh, $4,000 AUD, however you want to do it. Odd. Yep. Or Audi. 5000 Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited to use your Switch to do this. Yeah, that's going to be our Let's Play. Well, that's from February 28th, 2018. So, it's reasonable to believe. It's already out. <laughs> Zoids Wild. Zoids Oh, it's already out. Wild King of B. And by that, King of Blast. English? 
So it's not been localized yet. Okay, we'll just have to steal it. The Zoids are back in town on Switch this month, in Japan at least. Oh, how good for Japan. Um, yeah, I think our best bet is tracking down a copy of the GameCube game. That would be well. I think it'd be probably easier to track down the game than a GameCube at this point. I own a GameCube. Do you? I do. It's unfortunate. So I'm sure if we go to the exchange, they'll charge us an arm and a leg. Yes. And the name of your firstborn. Mm, jokes on them. I'm only owning cats. Your firstborn cat. No, no. <laughs> Not Mr. Tinkles. Please, we all know that I'm naming cats after real people. Sorry. Monsieur Tinkles. <laughs> and don't you forget it. Uh, also, I would like to remind everyone that we arrived at this conversation a la Antonio Brown shouting at his baby mama. How? You how know what? Hit I'm more impressed than I am disappointed. But I will use this moment to advertise uh, bullying. You should bully kids more so that this thing doesn't happen. You, you pick sports or you pick anime. Ah, We've gone both. It's true. Call us curious because we're... Uh, <laughs> on both sides we're of the We're on fence. both sides. Um, we kind of hate both of them, but we're resigned. So here how, we go. I cannot think of how we possibly... No, I do remember. I put it together by saying it was Antonio Brown v. Logan Paul. Oh, Should then you see yeah. like Optimus versus Megatron. So this is your fault. Ultimately, this is your what, fault. How, how, what's the time, Sam? How big of a... 41. That was a long tangent. Yeah. One of the longest tangents we've ever had. <laughs> we had an agenda. We had an agenda. We did. We were going to try to accomplish. Um, we don't have these things bullet-pointed, people, but like... We've discussed it before hitting record. Yeah, we literally... I mean, I've got notes. <laughs> oh, wow. But anyway... Long story short, if you get a chance to watch Zoids, watch Zoids. You should definitely... But also watch Beast Machines and Beast Wars. Rah! Rah! Um, of course, I'm out for Tigertron. Really just kick-ass uh, intro music. Yeah. Um, yeah, all it did was say Beast Wars, and there was like tribal going on. And there was like, guitar. did you forget the electric guitar? I just said there was some guitar, Kevin. There wasn't some guitar. There was a little guitar. You can have a little guitar. <laughs> but we have tribal drums. And rah! I'm only play a little bit of it before we get copyrighted. Yeah. Oh, they right. had no right to be this awesome. It definitely reminds me of like a Star Fox type thing. Oh, you could build a house to that riff. That's such a 90s guitar riff. Um, Tarantulas always creeped me out, man. Yeah. Because he moved like too... Spidery? Yeah. I think it's because spiders are pretty easy to articulate in animation because they kind of move that way in real life. It's too much. Like, because Black Arachnia didn't move like that. She was very rarely ever transformed, though. Was she a Black Widow? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember being in Spider-Man too much. Unless she was toying with Cheetor. Yeah. But, like, even, like, look at that screenshot of Cheetor's face. True. <laughs> Derpy. It's not great. But... I like when they... I guess it was, like, their 
second generation upgrades. Mm-hmm. Like when Rat Trap got his hind legs turned into wheels. Yeah. I don't remember Rhinox ever changing though. He, At least he, not the Rhino. He form. changes so in so like incremental amounts. Because they realized they got it, they nailed it in the first design. Well, and I think a lot of it had to do with just his character being like not stuck in his ways, but like kind of stuck in his ways. Like he's open minded mm-hmm. towards like oh, well, kids will be kids and they'll be dumb and like Rat Trap's an idiot. But like I'm an old man, I got it the way I got it, and that's just how it's staying. He was never like the front line one. Mm-mm. He was learned. always on the computers. Yeah, but he did have chain guns. He did. So he just like pulled out from his back, mm-hmm. and they spun, and they had blades on them, and it was so cool. Optimus Primal, he had like a flying surfboard thing. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was in the third one. I don't know. Maybe the, he had like a jetpack thing to begin with. I yeah. Think. Because, yeah, he was, like, really, really gorilla-like in the first one, and then he just got more and more, like, metallic as the seasons went on. I feel like I remember they rarely transformed to begin with. They stayed in their animal form a lot, Mm -hmm. except Rhinox. Yes. Because he was always hobnobbing about the ship. Yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. There was a... What a show. The dynamics of every character, because everybody had like a nemesis on the other side, mm-hmm. and it was really cool to watch that and to watch like the. Um, was it Rat Trap and Wasp? No, it was Rat Trap and Dinobot, wasn't it? It was. Or at least it was like Cheetor and Dinobot. Rat Trap, yeah, it was, was it basically because so Rat was Trap it him and Waspinator. It was him and Waspinator, just because they were both like the comic relief and they were just like incompetent. Yeah. Where, like, Waspinator would, like, Mr. Magoo his way out of every situation. Mm-hmm. Or he'd get, like, blown up at the end of epi- one episode and then, like, be reassembled by the next one. Right. But, like, Rat... He did blow up a lot. He blew up a lot. <laughs> um, but whenever they bring back Rampage, mm-hmm. it was it was Rat Jackson. Trap and Rampage. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the UFC fighter. <laughs> um, he just showed up like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Oh man, I might have to like figure out how to get that show. I'm sure there's like full episodes just on YouTube, probably in horrible quality. Yeah, or like watch daily or watch mojo. No, not watch mojo. What am I thinking of? Motion, daily motion, daily motion. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, bootlegs on there. What's the line? I need to look it up. I need to look it up, or I will forget it. Um, you know what I'm thinking of. I really don't. Um, Bloodhound Gang. Um, The Bad Touch. The Discovery Channel? No, no. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the lyrics. Tell me the lyrics. Um, Which one are you thinking of? Hieroglyphics. Let me be, let me be Pacific. I want to be down in near South Seas, but I got this notion that the motion of your ocean means small craft advisory. Do you not remember that song? No, I do know that song. I just I don't know. I just it's such Bl- a jam. Bloodhound Gang never did it for me. Dude, that is such a jam. Never did it for me. I think it's a lot better than uh, was it Fire Kill Burn or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I have their greatest hits album. It ne- they never. I just found they were just a little too crude for me. Oh, they're so nineties. They're a little too crude. They are so nineties early noughties. Couldn't do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're 
album is or their greatest hits album is called Show Us Your Hits and the album cover is a well-endowed lady pulling up her shirt. Oh, sure. Fire, water, burn. Plus they're, uh, you know, they're from Philadelphia, so. Yeah, well. Yuck. What can you do? <laughs> what else do we got, Doug? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I... AB needs help. He does. He does. I was going to suggest we talk about... Oh, right. Adam Sandler. The Sandman can. The Sandman can. Because he mixes it with Doug. Makes the world taste good. Mm. Now, we both saw Uncut Gems. We did. You could say we saw it together. We, you know what? A little peek behind the curtain. You, you could you could suggest... I mean, don't for show those, them how the sausage was made. For but. those shipping us. Yeah. <laughs> Off to war. Yeah. Dub Dub 3, here we go. Woo-hoo! But, no, I, we saw it together. Getting snubbed. It is. It's getting snubbed. Heavily. Here's the thing. Going into it, uh, Doug and I both r- agreed, imagine that, that... Doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. We both agreed that it was probably going to be not awesome, right? but probably not bad. So it's A24, very reputable, it, but it was also a drama role for Adam Sandler, not very reputable. And as a result, we were a little mixed on that. It's true. Are you agreeing with me? No. You're goddamn right you're not. I'm not agreeing that we were in agreement that we were <sighs> verklempt. I see, you see what I have to deal with? I can't do this forever. Um... Keep going. Anyway, I'm doing PR. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Okay, <laughs> okay. Pardon me. You're goddamn right. So we watched the movie, and it was honestly very good. Um, somebody said on Twitter, that, "I like it more the more I think about yeah. it." Yeah. Somebody said on Twitter that this is a movie that, in 20, 30 years, we're gonna brag about having seen it when it came out. Right. And I think they're right. Uh, this having seen Happy People, having seen Fifty First Dates, having seen Happy People, I'm pretty sure it was called Happy People. Happy Gilmore, Funny People, Funny People, yeah, <laughs> Funny People. Um, I mean, I wasn't very impressed with them, obviously. <laughs> funny People more than Fifty First Dates, right? But this was really. If it was, if it was like an, if, if Barry didn't exist and it was Bill Hader instead, I would say this was a coming out party for his dramatic role. But I feel like this is probably more like a swan song. Yeah. But my God, what a way to end it. I hope. If I'm right. Because you know my stance on Adam Sandler. Yeah. Not a fan. Not really. His early stuff was good, but he just... He doesn't try anymore. Not in his comedy, at least. Um, Or at least the last thing of his I saw, which I think was Grown Ups 1. Yeah, my thoughts too. Um, So, if he does... If he kind of switches over to more dramatic roles, I think that would be great. Because he can do it. 
He can. Uh, he can do it now. Yeah. Well, he had a... What was the one with Don Cheadle back in the day? Jeez. Where it's like... Um, God, what is that called? Well, if you're going to start taking pictures of me, let's, let's, let me put my hat back on. Well, the picture was already taken. Fuck. You're not the focus. Good. Um, now i got to look up fucking Adam Sandler IMDb. Don't you dare. That's my job. I just can't think of what it was. With Don Cheadle? Yeah. With, are you sure it was Don Cheadle? It was Don Cheadle, and Adam Sandler's character plays Shadow of the Colossus the whole time. Not the whole time, but he plays it a lot in that movie. Was it Little Nicky? No, it's not Little Nicky. Was it... Um, Puppy? A Hotel Transylvania short? You know, it could have been. It really could have been. All right, I watched Sandy Wexler. Did you watch Sandy Wexler? What? What is that? It was a Netflix movie that came out in 2017. Oh, no. I have not watched any of his Netflix stuff. Stoof. Was it Pixels? It was not Pixels. Oh, fuck, I forgot. It's from like 2005. Oh, it's from 2005. Jack and Jill. No, Jack and Jill is not 2005. Um... Rain Over Me? Yes. Okay. With Don Cheadle. Yeah, sure. That was a very dramatic role. Where he's like, play someone with depression. I think it's like a... His character was something... Or lost someone in 9-11. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Oh, wow. That's quite a cast. But that was like his first big dramatic role. Yeah. Well, well he was in Spanglish in 04... Spanglish doesn't count. He was in Fifty First Dates in 04. That's not drama. He was in Punch Drunk Love. That's a drama. He was in, all right. Anger Management. I'll let that one go. Anger Management. Jack Nicholson's last role. So far. Um. Okay. Fair enough. But he just has such a solid body of work that is dated now but my thing with Adam Sandler is that like dude put in the work yeah he put in the work and i i don't disagree necessarily um with you know pundits and uh critics who say that like he's washed up and he's not funny and he needs to just stop making movies and stuff like that but like Man, if you love what you do, and you can do it with your friends, and you can make a ludicrous sum of money at the same time, mm-hmm. like, how can you ever say somebody's wrong for doing that? Well, here's my thing. It's that he has talent, but he squanders it on the lowest hanging fruit of humor. It's not even slapstick. It's just like toilet gag humor. Yeah. Most of the time. Now now it is. I guess now it is. But at the same time... I feel like he himself has been relegated to that. Well, I think he put himself in it. I, well, because he saw that it worked, so he's just going to... Yeah. keep doing it until it doesn't work anymore and I think 
he's realized it's started to not work so much for him. That's why he's done his Netflix things with like Jennifer Aniston or mm-hmm. whatever. The um Except for the ridiculous six. Yeah. The only thing that Which I would I'm pretty say sure it was Taylor Lautner's last film role. Yeah. The only thing I'll say is that like so the classic Adam Sandler movies, as far as I'm concerned, are Airheads, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, uh, Wedding Singer, Waterboy, Big Daddy, and Little Nicky. I do not count Little Nicky. No? I count Mr. Deeds, not Little Nicky. All right. Well, then fine. For the sake of uh, democracy, we'll put Mr. Deeds in there instead. That's pretty... I mean, so even still, that's 2002. Along with Eight Crazy Nights. I don't know if you count that. Well, it's like the only That's a technical movie, so foul. That you know, there there are some great moments in that. That and the whole bomb bitty 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 bomb. And so Eight Crazy Nights is up there. What year was Eight Crazy Nights? Uh, two thousand and two. Oh wow! Yeah. So we've got that. Does that now, count as a dramatic role? I don't. It was a sad story. A little bit, but I don't think I'd count that. Click was also sad as hell. Did you watch Click? I did watch Click. Shit, Click. Click caught me off guard. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now, since then we've got Chuck and Larry, Sohan, Grown Ups. Who I've heard you don't mess with. Yeah, you don't. You sure don't. Grown Ups. Perhaps his most egregious failure to date, Jack and Jill. Um, we've got That's My Boy, Grown Ups, the What a what three movies in a row. Yeah. Jack and Jill, Grown Ups 2, and That's My Boy. Uh, Pixels, Hotel Transylvania 1 and 2, Ridiculous 6, The Do-Over, which I actually quite liked. I'm going to be honest with you. Is that you. with David Spade? Yeah. That was like another Netflix one. Yeah, right? that was the first of them, I think. I like that. I like that one a lot. Um, and then Sandy Wexler, I did. I thought it was charming. I thought it was a nice nod. I don't even. I remember the title. I could not tell you what it's about. So he plays Sandy Wexler. Um, he's like a borderline obnoxious um, celebrity representative, mm. but everybody just kind of like casts out and dismisses. But he's like really trying his hardest. Mm-hmm. And um, just like a nice guy that nobody really has any reason to hate other than he's just a little bit too ambitious. Um, and that's, but that's pretty much the whole plot. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of not watertight. Then the week of, which I didn't finish. I didn't like what the week of whatsoever. It's him and um, Chris Rock. And they're both fathers of the ride and groom. I don't even remember that one. And it's just them trying to get to know each other the week of their kid's wedding. Mm. It's not great. Uh, I didn't see Murder Mystery, but I heard it was actually pretty fun. I think I'd saw I'd seen that, that was like the most streamed Netflix original movie. Mm-hmm. And then time. that was this year, and then of course Uncut Gems, which we saw and both quite liked. Yeah, I will say, did you see Funny People? I did, yeah. That is an interesting movie. Because yeah. Because it's so self-aware. It really is his career, but it, like, discusses, like, oh, yeah, he sold out to do those types of movies mm-hmm. just because it earned him money. Yeah. A ton of it. Well, yeah, no, and that's why, but like... he doesn't, like, get anything, any satisfaction from them. 
and that's and yet he continues to do those in real life. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what upsets me about um, the Ray Romano Eminem scene in that is fantastic. <laughs> Ray Romano is just class. That's what upsets me He's about um, fucking Family Guy. What can I think of his name? Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Is that he started out there? Mm-hmm. So at least Adam Sandler didn't start there. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of there with SNL, but SNL's always been kind of like a goofy, whatever show. Right. So I don't really count anything that he's done there. But like, Airheads wasn't a smart movie, but it was a heartfelt movie. There was like a lot of good moments there. Mm-hmm. And like Billy Madison was a goofy bit character. Happy Gilmore was a goofy bit character, but they weren't gross. They were just over the top. I don't know that I've ever seen Airheads. Airheads is a classic piece Brandon of Brandon Fraser. Yeah, and Steve Buscemi. I don't know why I said it like that. I got caught between Buscemi, Buscemi and Buscemi. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, it's got a cast in it. As most movies do. <gasps> Reg E. Kathy? Mm-hmm. What a guy. Keep going. Okay. So, what upsets me about Seth MacFarlane is that he started with the lowest hanging fruit. Right. And when he started... He's just gotten lower and lower. He really had. He just, like, he hit rock bottom and started digging with a diamond shovel. He... When he made his jump to movies... What was that? Was it with Ted? Was it... Was Ted first, or was it a, thou- or a million ways to die in the West? Ted was first. Okay. Okay. If it was between the two, Ted was first. Yeah. Where he just did the Peter Griffin voice, but in Teddy Bear form. Yeah. And oh, I, I hate Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I don't know same. if I've articulated that enough. Yeah. Same. So I was never going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I um, an ex girlfriend uh, took me to see that. I was going to say dragged, but I feel like that's a little disrespectful. I did go under my own fruition. But... Eh, well, he just, had obligations to a relationship. Right. It just was like... Like, there were some funny parts, but I wouldn't call it, like, a funny movie. It was bas- It was one of those movies where it was touted as funny, mm-hmm. and people watched it going in thinking, well, like, in quotes, knowing beforehand that it was going to be funny and they just watched it for quotes to take back to high school right you know like the same reason they watched family guy or the hangover or yeah. any, you know any of those things they yeah. were just like looking for funny quotes but yeah primarily family guy and then i didn't see a million ways to die in the west neither did i but i heard it was a lot of the same thing yeah but it's a thing. he somehow got Charlize Theron and, Liam, and yeah. Liam Neeson for it. I think there was a bunch of other people in it. Too. Yeah, there was... Um, there's there's a Back to the Future joke in it that I've seen. It's uh, not Whitney Cummings. Who's the, Sarah Silverman yeah. is in it, and Giovanni Ribisi is what in it. I, I love Giovanni But Ribisi. he's in Ted. He is in Ted, too, yeah. Is he or in rather, Ted, too? He's in Ted, as well. He might be in Ted, too. He's probably actually. in Ted, too. I think he plays Mark Wahlberg's brother. I don't know. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it at some point. Because I, I did watch... Ironically, I didn't watch the movie itself. But I did watch some BTS stuff. That's behind the scenes for you babies. I thought it was the K-pop group. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like a lot of fun. 
Like, it looks like at least the people had a lot of fun making it. On Ted? On Million Ways to Die in the West. Million Ways to Die in the West. And there's, like, a lot of ad-libbing mm-hmm. um, to it. So, I, I don't know. Like, once you start to get into, like, the actual making of the movie and less, like, the final product and the mm-hmm. social implications and stuff like that. Here's... Here's why I don't like Seth MacFarlane. All right. It's very personal. Okay. Because he was at one time allegedly dating Amelia Clark. Oh, that'll do it. So yeah. he is my competition. And I will not have that. That'll do it. But Did you ever see the episode of... I guess it was two episodes. One for each series. Of where the Simpsons and Family Guy crossed over. No, I never watched those. They... They really had to bring The Simpsons down several pegs to I'm match sure. Family Guy. I'm sure. Because, I mean, The Simpsons are... They're doing, like, future predictions. Yeah. And Family Guy's just... Well, The Simpsons have always been satire. Uh-huh. Whereas Family Guy's always like, eh, here's a butt joke. Yeah. <laughs> butt scratcher. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- case, meet, point. And get in there. Mm. I said, get in there, Case. Get in there, real nice, deep, like. Um, yeah. But that's 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 what I fear for for Seth MacFarlane. Because here's the thing: you you ready for the thing? Please tell me about the thing. He's like actually really, really fucking funny, mm-hmm. and he's very intelligent. I hear the Orville is funny. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And here's the thing. So my my main bit of evidence is he's been on Graham Norton, I think, a couple of times. I love Graham Norton. Isn't he the best? But he's been That's on... how you do a talk show. Bring everybody out at once. And just have them have them uh, coalesce. Mm-hmm. You jump in and stir the pot. Yeah. And they just do their thing. Can't wait till we have guests. That's what's going to happen. Right. We'll bring on four or five people at a time. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. We're going to be like the... Uh... Were you a Seinfeld guy? I was a Seinfeld guy. The episode where Kramer got the uh, like old talk show mm-hmm. set in his apartment. Yeah, yeah, more so a Frasier guy, but I was I was well on board with Seinfeld. Yeah, well, Frasier was fantastic. Oh, it was classic uh, bit of American television cinema, cinema, but for television. And he's really funny, and I I see like a lot of not like. Pain. I don't want to put too much of a romantic spin on it, but like I see a man who wants to do more mm-hmm. and he wants to do better. Right. But he's really painted himself into a corner. Right. And that paint is just not drying anytime soon. So it makes me a little sad for him and I'm just, I'm scared for him in the way that Adam Sandler's kind of pulling himself out of the hole now. Yeah. But he also has like the I don't give a fuck old man kind of thing now. Like he's he's really in the twilight of his career. Like he's firmly in the twilight of his career now. I think that comes with he supplied money for his family. Yeah. His kids are I'm assuming they're old enough to be if not quite out on their own, they're just about there. Mm-hmm. Um and now it's kind of like he some stuff he just he does just to do the work. Yeah. And other stuff, like Uncut Gems, he does it because he's genuinely interested. He was offered Uncut Gems in 2009. Mm-hmm. But he rejected it. And if you think, like, back to that time, what he was doing, it was, like, Grown Ups 1. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mess with the Zohan. Yeah. And shit like that. 
But I think he um he's gotten to a point where he would be remiss if he passed up those opportunities again. Yeah. Plus that I mean it was kind of a physical role, but not very. It was a role that challenged him, definitely. Yeah, well, definitely. But I mean, guess what I'm saying is like his the stuff that he was doing in 09 was more like him careening off of a water slide or him getting hit by a car or falling off a roof or going yeah. through a window or a deer pissing or off a deer sleeping. Yeah, and I don't think that he's or him inexplicably casting Selma Hayek as his wife. You know what though? That's a that's that's a tradition as old as storytelling itself. Or in the movies that he produced, cast casting Selma Hayek as Kevin James's love interest. Yeah. That yeah. Who no matter the ire that I've have at times held for Adam Sandler, it will never match my disdain for Kevin James. I can't fucking stand Kevin James. Just he's apparently a terrible human being. That's why it's it's less to do with what he puts out because I don't watch it. I stay away from King of Queens. Whatever he gives yeah. a shit. It's it's mostly the Chuck and Larry stuff. So him that was him and Vince Vaughn, right? Chuck and Larry. Yeah, it was him and Adam Sandler. Was it him and Adam Sandler? Yeah. What did he do with What did he do with Vince Vaughn? There wasn't the Delivery Man, was it? I don't know. No. He did do something with Vince Vaughn. I mm-hmm. forgot about it completely. Um, 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 Kevin James. Vince Vaughn is another one who started to do dramatic things. He did. It wasn't Paul Blart. No. It wasn't Here Comes the Boom. No. Well, all right. Let's fucking buckle up here. Buckle up, buttercup. It wasn't Pixels. Are you absolutely certain the dilemma? It was the dilemma. What was that about? A man discovers that his best friend's wife is having an affair. So, it looks like Kevin James is married to Jennifer Connelly. Oh, dream on, Kevin James. Yeah, right? And She Vince, is America's sweetheart. Vince Vaughn, I think, finds her with Channing Tatum. Which is a little bit more on the mark. Right. Because she could have any man she wants. Truly. I'm a big Jennifer Connelly fan. As you should be. Let me tell you. you, uh, uh, Paul Bettany, very lucky man. Oh. Well, he's wiry. He is. Well, no, that's Reese Ifans. Reese Ifon. Ifon. Yeah. (laughs) The Scotsman. Or no, the Welshman with a French pronunciation. Go figure. Ron Howard directed that movie? Yeah. Come on, Ronnie. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But he finds her in bed or out on the town or something like that. And he his dilemma is, should I tell him or not? Which is a pretty easy one. It's not really a dilemma at all. But right. anyway, they're, they're pressed you toward... You don't, and you let Jennifer Connelly live a happy life. Whatever she wants to do. I mean, if, she got mar- if I got married to Kevin James, if I'm Jennifer Connelly... Boy, I'm backing it up into everything that's not Kevin James. I'm trying to figure out... What happens to you in life that you're Jennifer Connelly and you marry Kevin James? That's got to be like an arranged marriage thing. We should write the prequel to The Dilemma. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just a tragedy through and through. Well, yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) Ugh. 
Good lord. But anyway... Speaking, uh, speaking of that group, yeah. that ensemble of people, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Happy Madison Productions crew, Yeah, is Chris Rock still dating like a 19-year-old? I don't know. I thought he was married. I thought he got divorced and started pursuing like people way younger than him. Uh, well, let me take a quick look. Chris Rock. I mean, he got divorced in 2016, but it doesn't say anything about what he's doing now. And that's four years. Oh, she's pretty. Is that his wife? Yeah, well, his ex-wife. Malak Compton. City of Compton, Compton. Oh, look at her. That's his ex-wife? Yeah, he's a cutie. It's got to take a lot of strength to get married to Chris Rock, though. I can imagine. My God, I'd vote for her. Maybe deafness, even. Yeah. Well, here's a... Here's the thing. People also searched for Chris Tucker, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, David Spade, Kevin James, Adam Sandler. That's quite a list of people. Chris Tucker is such a wonderful human being. I love Chris Tucker. He's... He tried to get into more dramatic things, but I think even in the things that the more dramatic roles he was trying to get into, he was still the funny man. Like Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. Was he in Billy- Color Money? Not to stop you cold there, but he was in Money Talks. Ah, that's what it was with Charlie Sheen. Yes, um, that was one of his early roles. Mm. That was pre Rush Hour. You know what? This is something we can... Well, before we, I get there. But Billy Lynn's long halftime walk was the other like dramatic one he was part of. I want to say it was, the, it was the press tour for The Dilemma where almost no kind words were said about them. They were the kind of people that were like, we're not doing pictures, we're not doing autographs, don't look at me, don't talk to me. If you need to give me something, put it on the table and I'll pick it up off the table. And I was like, you know what? You're not good enough at anything that you do to be this much of a drama Kevin queen. James? Yeah. Or, or frankly, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, I'd heard, was like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I think he is genuinely a nice person. I, ha- I, ha- I hope so. I- With that said, I think he's earned it more than Kevin James. Yeah, has. I'd begrudgingly like like uh, the, the movie, the, is it The Getaway? Where they go, they get like... Couples Retreat? Couples Retreat, yes. What a movie. I do like that. With Peter Sarah Nefowitz, Sarah Fenowitz. Sarah Fenowitz. Sarah Fenowitz. And they play Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mia Moore. Um, the one bouncer from The Replacements. Yes. What a guy. I thought... Did he die? I don't think so. Peter I, Sarah Fenowitz? No. I'm going to look up the bouncer. This so, is personal now. Okay. I'm taking this away from you because it's personal. Mm-hmm. Also, The Replacements. What a movie. Oh, dude. I really thought Brooke Logan <laughs> that Chris Tucker was in more movies, but I guess he wasn't. Whatever happened to Brooke Langton? He's really only in Rush Hours and The Fifth Element. Oh my God, The Fifth Element! What oh, a he movie! He was wild in The Fifth Element. He like I I know the Bruce Willis. He's on Love. No, he's still alive. Thank God. Was, was a close. big part of that movie, but <gasps> it was the other one. Ninety-seven. That movie's twenty-three years old. Michael Jesus Talavera. H. Christ. How did he die? Luc Besson. He was only 44. Oh, he had a stroke. He was a huge man, so that makes sense. Um, I got 
distracted. You sure Luke did. Besson. Luke is he Besson. the one we were talking about where he only makes like three movies, but he makes them over and over again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did Leon, Valerian, The Messenger, Stargate. He had a helping hand with Avatar. What did he do on Avatar? Uh, maybe set design, which is kind of a loose term given that uh, it was all CG. Yeah. We know he was not left in charge of that. Yeah. Let me see. Is that this year the next one comes out? I fucking hope or not. Or is it next year? I hope that year never comes. <sighs> I mean, it's been 11 years since Avatar. I just don't think people care about it anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. Sometimes I think I need to give it another shot, but I also don't have a spare 8 hours. Did we fall asleep for that one when we were Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard such enthusiasm out of you. Hell yeah, brother. What you gonna do, brother? Fall asleep. Yeah. During your 12-hour movie that's Pocahontas in space. Oof. Oh, man. And, like, I see Stephen Lang's coming back for the next one. It's like, he died. You're dead. Yeah, his character is dead. Why? Why? You and your mans is dead. Giovanni Ribisi with his unobtainium. What a horrible name. What a horrible name. Is it because it's hard to get? (laughs) You ruined the character of Mercutio. Uh, Don't even get me started on him. (laughs) (laughs) Is it it too late to bring up Baz Luhrmann? (laughs) 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 Fun times. At the El Royale. What a movie. I liked it. It was a little long. A little long in the tooth, but I like the vision. Yeah, I liked it. I really... I'm excited to see what's next from him. I like the aesthetic of uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Of, like, him in the poppy field, just, like, doing Mm -hmm. the uh, Led Zeppelin, would you fuck me thing. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) It's just me on the edge of the field. <laughs> Who's asking? No, don't have much of a dog in this fight, but I mean, you got a couple of drinks in me. Think about it. Who, who knows? <laughs> you, you put on some more deep purple. Get me going. <laughs> you know, I like to be tied up. Oh my god. You're getting like real close to Kermit, and I'm imagining that. Hmm. Hmm. You know why I like to be tied up? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big bondage guy. Hmm. Not, not so tight. Oh my god. <laughs> we never agreed on a safe word. <sighs> oh, that's marvelous. Write that down. Scribe. Scribe. Write that down. Hmm. Hmm. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, you mentioned The Hangover before, and it made me angry. Yeah, well, it does that. Because it was directed by Todd Phillips. Oh, I'm going to ask this fully aware of what the answer is, but uh not a big Todd Phillips fan. <laughs> not 
before the joke before Joker, I was like, I nothing him. Mm-hmm. Now it's I don't like him. Yeah. Um, you didn't see Joker. I still haven't seen Joker. No. So Joaquin Phoenix is great. In yeah. It. Is it his best role? No. Mm-hmm. Not by any. We case. all agree that it's Gladiator. Right. Yeah. It didn't even need to be said. Yeah. Um, that or signs. Mm. Swing away, Meryl. Swing away. Swing away. Whenever he starts freaking out with the alien at the birthday party. Oh, in the, in the closet? Yeah. He's yeah. Like, oh. As anybody oh. would. Yeah. Um, but he's great in the role. Mm-hmm. He's the only good thing about that movie. Yeah. It is so mediocre. Mm. Like, it's not... It's really not bad. It's just underwhelming or at best whelming mm, you hate when it's just whelming yeah it's like mm, milk toast this is a milk toast joke <laughs> um and there were there were better movies and directors that should have been nominated what's unfortunate is that a lot of those movies have just come out right so but so like, I mean, they came out in time for their noms and their nods. But I, I don't know how much do you think public opinion goes into winning? See, I don't even know if it's public opinion so much as it is how many articles are written about it. Uh huh. Because people wouldn't shut up about Joker. No, they. they in the months leading up to it. And, like, the weeks after it. But a movie universally loved, like Knives Out, which has far exceeded expectations of the box office, Mm -hmm. goes almost completely under the radar. Yeah. Because people expect great things from Ryan Johnson, and when he delivers, they're like, oh, it fits. Yeah. Well, he got nominated for, what, best screenplay? Yeah. So, but that was the only thing yeah. in what is arguably one one of the best movies of the year. Yeah, and that's been one of the things that's continued to frustrate me because it's it's another one of those things where because this is going to be probably one of the most obnoxious things that I've said in quite some time. But as that's saying something, right? But as someone who would like to consider himself a bit of an artist. Mm-hmm. But also very socially conscious. Mm-hmm. When I have to make the argument that just because a movie's popular doesn't mean that it's good, and people will, then I'm like, well, it's about the art of it. Because at the end of the day, it's entertainment is an art. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about how these things are being made. And as with any art, of course, there's the there are no rules. Just do what feels right, and if it's true, then you know it'll it'll be mm-hmm. good. But there's also like there has to be some metric. There has to be some ch- like checklist on how we can say this is objectively good or not. Right. And there are like so that's Daniel Day Lewis movies. DDL. All of his movies with who's the director that always does him? Paul Thomas Anderson. Yes. Paul Thomas Anderson. Those movies are objectively beautiful. They are objectively good, almost to a fault. There's so little heart Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> in those movies. It's like if a calculator made a movie. Mm-hmm. But they're amazing. Honestly, it's true. They're amazing movies. And that's why they consistently win. Mm-hmm. Because they're more of the Rodan of pictures than they are the Jackson Pollock. Wait. Yeah. Are you talking Rodan, the Godzilla character? No, no. Rodan, the the French okay. uh, sculptor. I was... That's Rodan. <laughs> Very different. You'll see. Very Let me pull up pictures. You'll see. Very different people. A giant pterodactyl monster versus Jackson Pollock. All right. How about this? It's I the... think we found our title. Well, episode. there you go. <laughs> it's a little Toulouse-Lautrec and, and not Jackson Pollock. Now... All right. Deadpool is Jackson Pollock. You're looking at Van Gogh, and you're looking at King Ghidorah. <laughs> yes, effectively that. Uh, <laughs> effectively that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> I like how you held out that whole time thinking I was talking about a giant pterosaur. <laughs> I was waiting for like just one sentence to make it make sense. And it didn't come, so I had to be like, hold on. <laughs> Regardless of the fact that a giant monster made this picture. Well, hard to argue that. It's just <laughs> And uh, looks like our winner this year for Best Picture goes to Phantom Thread, Rodan. (laughs) The roof of the theater gets torn up. (laughs) Lightning strikes down. Oh, man. But, so there's like a, it's, it's, I understand that like for some things, like comedy is going to be the popularity contest. Mm -hmm. Um. But drama is still very much classical art. Mm-hmm. And I think it needs to be. It's the last bastion of the performance. Um, like a comedic performance can, you know, that's fine. It's, that's, right. that's fine. But like really best actor, best actress, any of the best clinical roles. Right. I think they need they need to be more ivory tower because I mean you are somewhat of a trained actor. Thank you. Yeah. You you can attest to if we're just giving it to the best looking person, if we're giving it really to the best script mm-hmm. and not the best acting performance, mm-hmm. then what's the point? Right. And I know that a lot of these award shows are bought and sold. I know that. The Grammys are bought and sold. Golden Globes. The Golden Globes are bought, bought and sold. Because um, like, that's the only way that... Less so Aquafina, mm-hmm. More so Taron Edgerton. Though he was great as Elton John. Yeah. That's how he wins a Golden Globe, but is not nominated at all. Exactly. For the Oscars. So I know that a lot of it is really... A lot of dressing mm-hmm. than anything else, but it's who shakes hands and kisses the most babies for the yeah. Golden Globes. Shakes the most hands and kisses the most babies. Not just shakes hands and kisses a ton of babies. Who shakes the most babies and kisses the right hands? 
Honestly, probably Joaquin Phoenix. Probably Joaquin Phoenix. He probably Phoenix. shakes a lot of babies. Um, he... <laughs> you know who else probably shakes a lot of babies? Michael J. Fox. <laughs> no! But... Back Sorry, to the, Michael. Back to the point. Back to the lecture at hand. We gotta go back to the <laughs> point. <laughs> uh, wow, that really came together. I'm proud of us. Um, there, has, there has to be a little snobbery at, at the Oscars. <laughs> and the snobbery tastes like snobbery. <laughs> the, snob- the snobbery has to go to the Oscars. And for those, you know... There's a lot of people that get brought up in general discourse that, oh, they should win Best Actor because they were in this movie and it was good. And it's like, okay, was Joaquin Phoenix, was he really good? And I, again, I didn't see the movie, so this is almost a question to you, but it's also more of like a general into right. the ether kind of question. But was he really good or was it a good script? So, I don't think it was either. Okay. Um, I was thinking about this today and I think with certain actors we expect a certain level of performance from them yes and Joaquin Phoenix gave that performance okay it's the same reason why like Robert De Niro wasn't nominated for the Irishman Mm -hmm. because yeah he gave a great performance but we've seen him in this exact role so many times Consistently giving this level of performance, we expect that. We expect greatness from great actors. Mm-hmm. Should that greatness be rewarded if they're not going above and beyond? I agree. Uh, I well, rather, I see where you're. I see what you're saying. So something like Daniel Craig in Knives Out. Yes. It's a comedic role for him. We don't see that too often from him because he's been stuck in Bondland, yeah, in bondage, if you will, <laughs> for over a decade. But he gets to put on a Cajun accent. He gets to have fun with the, the role. He has like a five-minute speech about donuts and donut holes near the end of the movie. That is probably why Ryan Johnson got that nomination because it is pure gold. But that's not a role we ever we've ever seen from him. Uh-huh. Maybe a little bit in Logan Lucky. Oh yeah, I forgot that movie came out. Oh, that was a good movie. Was it? It was. Um, Seth MacFarlane was in that too mm-hmm. as an annoying human being. Well, there you go. Um, but when I go to the movies, it's a lot of the time it is to see actors and actresses that I enjoy mm-hmm. doing roles that I don't often see them in. Yeah. Um, and Joaquin Phoenix playing like a socially awkward, mentally unstable character. That's just who he is. Oh, you mean her? Yeah. This is just who he is. Maybe he should have won something for her, but... Did he win something for her? I don't know if he won anything. He was nominated. He had to be nominated. So, yeah, that's the thing is that like... Her is a much better script than... Yeah. No, I liked her quite a bit. I, um... Because it's kind of the same thing with, um, not Glass, what was the one, the multiple personalities? Split. Split. Go figure. James McAvoy. Yeah. Did, did that win a lot? No. No. Because, because it was a horror movie and horror movies don't win anything. Well, that, I didn't quite like it that much. I thought it was really boring, to be perfectly honest with you. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and, but he was great in it. Yeah, no. James McAvoy... 
is a generational talent. Yeah. He could pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants to, and I'll applaud that performance. Mm-hmm. I follow him on the gram. As you should. He... But that was one of those movies where I had no plans on seeing it, mm-hmm. but it was just so ridiculously hyped up by a lot of people in my friend circle yeah. that I was like, well, I mean, all right. And the same people are talking about Joker mm-hmm. and how it's going to be so important to mental health, just like Split was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that you missed the point of that movie. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it's, it's disconcerting why people enjoy Joker. Oh, yeah. I I am seeing a lot of people that are like, bro, that could be me. Like, I, I, the same things are happening to me, bro. Like, that are could be me. Though? They're not. Are you... They're not. Are you a clown? Well, you are a clown. You would be a clown if you Are you that, being but, paid to be a clown? Yeah, that's... That ain't it, bro. Plus, if you really wanted that message, you should have just watched The Killing Joke. Yeah. Because that's what it's about. Yeah. Whatever you think The Joker's about, The Killing Joke is about. Yeah. Uh, it's it's weird. I I did see Glass. I thought Glass was, while not necessarily, it's not a bad movie and it's mm-hmm. not a good movie, but it's a movie that I enjoyed because it was compelling. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see how M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong would tie those that impromptu series together. What happened? Your your uh, wrist, your fingers moved, and I thought it was a spider on the ground. Oh, uh, the shadow. The shadow. And I was not about to relive that moment again. <laughs> no. No. No, but that I... That took years off my life. Yeah. Yeah, it did. They, uh, mine too. Mostly yours, but <laughs> It mine did too. take years off your life. Yeah. The... I, I've never really been a huge fan of Shyamalan. I like his vision. Yeah, I, I just think, think the execution isn't always It's always there. really not right. So, Signs. Oh, yeah. I you, like Signs. I swear to God, we don't rehearse this. <laughs> you probably can tell. But, <laughs> um, Signs, I thought with Signs was really good. Um, also, I give a pass to, um, Sixth Sense. Yeah. Because it was so original. Mm-hmm. I mean... It, like so much else in life, has been memed the hell out of it. Yeah, and it it doesn't age well as a result. But it's one of those... uh, Because some jokes you read and you just can't get out of your head. Yeah. I enact the Beatles rule on on Sixth Sense where you got to remember it in the time and space it happened. Right. People are like, I see dead people. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. So when the kid says, you're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, but that's like and a 20. And then you see some things like, oh, my God. Yeah, but that's like a 20-year-old joke now. So it's like, stop. Yeah. But. Stop. Stop it. Ryan, stop. Um, Sixth Sense was good. Happening, not good. Not good. But it did have a funny scene. Doug, don't listen. Where Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mock Wobbo finds out that it's the plants. Spoiler, oh, yeah. the plants. But he's talking to a FICA and he's like begging the FICA to not kill him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets real close and he notices that it's a fake plant. And he continues to talk to the fake plant. And then he becomes self aware that he's still talking to a fake plant. Oh, it's so bad. I rather like that. I thought that was funny. 
I don't know if it was supposed to be self-aware or not, but I thought that that was funny. Oh, movie. Outside of that, it was pretty rough. That's probably... Now, here's the thing. Um, Your boy... uh, I can't think of his name. I can't think of anybody's name. Why can't I think of anybody's name? John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. He's had some hours Mm -hmm. of movies. That's true. I think this might be one of his worst picks. Yes. Yes. Because he does nothing and then he dies. <laughs> he lives He lives in maybe a half an hour the average life of a suburban white man. It's true. He does nothing <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah. He like wants to check on his daughter or something at college. And then somebody just puts I think, the van in reverse. I think like they're driving in a it's Jeep. It's a Jeep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for mocking me as I was saying it. <laughs> But, but, like, the canopy part of it was, like, ripped. Yeah, it's just, like, so a little bitty baby was tear. getting in. Um, ironically, I do like Wahlburgers. See, I've never been there. My boss goes there every day, and I've never been there once. Well, every, that's not healthy. No, it's certainly not. The burgers are pretty good. The fries, less so. Mm-hmm. What's the deal with the government cheese? How's that How's that taste um, on the palate? They rationalize it like, oh, this is the cheese we ate growing up, so mm-hmm. it's the cheese you have to eat when you come to our expensive <laughs> yeah, restaurant. That's, that's the whole thing of what it's... I read uh, something, somebody tweeted, they were like, when you, were, when you feel like you are inclined to say something like, um, well... When I was growing up, my parents did this to me, and I turned out fine. If you have to say that sentence, you didn't turn out fine. <laughs> my parents beat me to within an inch of my life, and look at me. And look at me beating you within an inch of your life. Yeah. It's like the whole break the cycle <laughs> thing. It's the circle of life. It's the circle of beating. You just keep beating your kids. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it. I didn't know you were raised Irish Catholic. <laughs> It's true. But anywho, we are approaching the 140 mark, Douglas. All right. So unless you want to edit for three days. No, I don't. We should wrap this shit um, up. I just, some final points. Um, my girl, Anna Diarmas, got snubbed again. Mm. Well, here's the thing. I I don't think anybody takes her seriously yet. They will. They They will. They'll come to bend before her knee, but... <laughs> I'm going to make sure of it. <laughs> but... Uh, not yet. She's no. got a, she's got a, so this was her, like, this was her pendulum swing on knock, knock, <laughs> you know, um, knives out was, was the up end of knock, knock. Right. Oh, knives out was so good. Blade ah. Runner, she didn't have a big enough role, I don't think. Blade Runner, I need to watch again. Cause I haven't seen it. Don't you dare in, watch it without me. In its entirety since we saw it in theaters. Excuse me. Blade Runner 2049. Right. Yeah. And the people griped about it. Yeah. We are like, oh, they didn't see the first one, but this one sucks. You know what, man? Fuck you. I'm just like, you said that and it really like, I was like, don't, don't, don't get mad because he's making a joke, but it just really catches me. Why would you see a movie that you know is a sequel without having seen the first one? I didn't see the first three Harry Potters, but I really think the Goblet of Fire just didn't do enough... <laughs> Didn't do a good enough job explaining how they got there. Like, who are these people? Like, who what's up with this are castle? they? Like, who are they? But then, like, who are they? Yeah. What's it about? And, like, and what's, what's it about? about? <sighs> yeah, that made me angry. Mm. I think she was better in that movie than you remember, though. Maybe. I'm, I mostly because remember she her was as like the... the AI that wants to live. Yeah. But knows that she can't. 
Oh, that was her the whole time? I thought she was just like the the prostitute hologram. Well, she was. I think that was like her intended design, but the way Baby Goose used her was more as a... like a relationship, like a full-on uh, relationship. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe we will have to do a, a rewatch. Yeah. Maybe a pod review. That's four hours. I have no problem setting aside. Sure, yeah. I'm going on vacation in three days, so oh, let's do it, baby. Rub it in. Me and you. All right, so that said, uh, Beast Wars was good. Beast Machines was good. Seth MacFarlane's bad. Zoids. Zoids. What else we got? AB bad. AB bad. Um, there was a note that I wanted to bring up, but we'll have to save it because I'm not. Is it a brief note? No. No, are they ever? Not with you. Let's see. Joker nominated for Best Picture is like giving Cole Ranch Doritos a Michelin star. Now, I'm a Doritos fan, so that hurts. And when we talked about AB, we talked about Adam Sandler. Was there something else? Let me check the texts. Let me check the scrolls. Check the scrolls. No, I think that's probably it. Check it and post. As we do. I think that's it. I think we're good. Also, women got snubbed from the Oscars this year. Yes. In a big way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, there was something, though... I don't know. It, it's It'll be too much to talk about. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Well, they always do. It's true. It's just you... They talk about how, like, inclusivity is so important to them, and then they just don't. Yeah. Democrats, you know. They... They don't show or prove. Well, I mean, so people of color, POCs. But, but then they'll try to, like, make up for it by, like, bringing all these people in as presenters. Yeah. As if that's a great honor. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this bigot. You have 30 seconds to read something somebody else wrote to give somebody else a trophy that you probably deserved. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, um, Anyways. I, th- I thought this was good discussion. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say one more thing about movies as art. I don't know. I think it was just like a like a small footnote that like I'm fully capable of seeing trash for the sake of entertainment. Right. But yeah, I just. Uh, I'm just still mad that La La Land didn't sweep. I'm just really still mad about it. And... And Like, to be fair, the idea of, like, award shows are ridiculous. Yeah. Like, hundreds of movies come out every year. Most, not most, but, like, a ton of them are fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you're going to try to whittle it down to, like, five movies that came out in November. Yeah. I think that's kind of the, the thing to, like kind of go back to when I was talking about like objectively good and objectively bad and like checklists and stuff like that like that's not really what art's about right. but if you are going to rank it in like a best of system mm-hmm. there have to be guidelines right so it's not like there should like there's poet laureates and there's like you know other ways of ranking people because we have this weird obsession with winning and ranks 
Yeah. But if there if there wasn't a Golden Globe or whatever, I think that would probably be a healthier system, but obviously a less lucrative system. Mm. And that's kind of the double-edged sword. We're like, if capitalism thrives anywhere, it's in the arts, ironically. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. And that's really my final point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have more to say on it, but it's going to take too much time. That's what I'm saying. So we might have to do a part two of that. Oh, well. Write that down. I'm ready. For real uh, Anyway, Doug, uh, final question of the night. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Yeah, honestly, I thought this was really good. It was good. Um, I probably won't be one of our more popular episodes because it wasn't fucking crazy. Pretty niche. Yeah, it was a <laughs> pretty, pretty, uh, pretty niche episode. But hey, I hope that, you know, the babies not necessarily learned something. It wasn't really an educational podcast, but maybe we took you down a, a nice road into nostalgia. Maybe we, you know, let you behind the curtain a little bit on what goes through the brains of people who actually pay attention to this weird shit. Yeah. Because uh, I know we seem like a barrel of laughs, but there's a lot of angry fucking art bees buzzing around in those heads. <laughs> in these teeth. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I just hope they had fun. I hope you guys had fun, That's too. That's all yeah. I want from them. That's all that, I want. their undying love and respect. And eventually your money. Yeah. But their first, money. Their, not no. your, I don't want your money, no. buddy. Your, yeah, your money's no good you're here. You're not getting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> your money's no good because it's in Deutschmarks. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that more than I should. <laughs> but uh, remember, hire us for parties. If you want to sponsor us, that'd be nice, too. Tell your friends about us. You have to subscribe, guys. You have to. That, and you have to reach out to us with topics of discussion. It's killing me. You want us to address. We're basically zetsing for an hour and a half every every Monday. That's true. So, well, you now know. I know where to find us every Monday. Thanks, Gavin. Yeah, well, that's fine. Hey, just interact. We're your friends. Yeah, pop in sometime. We have fun. God damn it. Yeah. It's me, Papa Sauce. We, if your we, cousin. If we didn't have fun, we wouldn't have maintained this friendship for over a decade now. Which is, I don't like you. You keep saying decade. And it's really upsetting me how true it is. There's <laughs> a decade for a lot of things. And it's not good on my heart. Right. It's not good on my heart. So for over a third of Kevin's life, we've maintained this. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit stop now. So for We Have Fun, as always, I've been Kevin. I'm... I hate when you say always because that's my thing. I've been Kevin. There. I'm always stuck. You're goddamn right. I'm so tired of you. Mm. Alright, babies. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.